Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss six questions in nine minutes because leaders know how to be concise. I'm especially excited today because we're going to try a slightly new format where we've got two guests from the same company. So this will be very exciting. All right. Our first question then, ladies, go ahead. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. All right. Well, I'll go first. So howdy to you, Sean, and howdy to everyone who's listening my name is Lahana Chambers Lawson, but I go by LJ for short because Lahana is a challenge. Um, I serve as the owner and principal consultant of Tacit Growth Strategies. It's a project management firm that's been seen in O, the Oprah Magazine, Entrepreneur, Voyage Dallas, and Forbes recently for our international success in leading projects to and through success, no matter the industry. So I'm many things to many people and I'm most proud of being an author, an educator, and a mentor. Fantastic. All right, Jocelyn. Okay, I'm Jocelyn Vanconi, CEO of Vanconi Business Strategies, and we are a nonprofit and early stage startup business founder, education, and coaching firm. So Great. we are global in scope, as LJ has said, and um we have a lot of fun with our businesses that we work with. I can tell that yeah. already based on our uh, pre-recording discussion. So I, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, ladies, question number two, what is the best thing about working with a team? And Jocelyn, I'm going to let you go first on this one. So, you know, to me, the best thing about working with the team is having the collaboration and all the different ideas that go into working with the team. And I think that um, people oftentimes think that it's a team that they have to build. But in today's world, especially as business owners, a team oftentimes is working across um, modalities and with other business owners and like that to to bring together collaboration to get different projects done. So, um, or in like our case, uh, we started a podcast, LJ and I did. So, you know, we collaborated together to, to start a podcast and, and bring some new things out to the world. So. Great. LJ, what would you add? I would say um, that, you know, there's this beautiful African adage uh, proverb that I use all the time and it's, uh, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. And, you know, I think that that's really my leadership style. I work best with leaders. And those are the people who I form teams with. You know, it's all about, I think the people forget the difference between a group and a team is that groups really go for, they strive for individual goals. While the team share, they, they strive for uh, shared goals. And I think that once you understand that this is a goal that's shared between a body of people uh, and not just an individual, you all, you naturally have the buy-in, you know, you naturally strive for the empowerment, the ongoing empowerment of the team members. And you also strive then for um, opportunities to just um, be collaborative, you know? So I think that that's really what it comes down to for your teams. Great insights from both of you. Great comments. Question number three, I hear from other leaders of teams that it can be a challenge to get team members engaged. Tell us your thoughts. LJ, do you want to take a shot at that one? Sure. So um, <clears throat> similar to what John Brenner, your guest from yesterday had to say, 
uh, any Duke reminds us that every decision that you make is a bet. So if you really want to engage people, you have to let them know, you have to make them feel that they're not only a part of the team, but you also have to make sure that they uh, see the value in the work that they're doing. So I think when you look at value added activities, you know, everybody wants to talk about uh, continuous improvement, project management, you know, Lean Six Sigma, the crux of all of it comes down to non-value added and value added activities. Team members are supposed to be consistently creating value. Once you're, when you're, when you're results oriented and you're able to always think about pivoting to meet the moment, you're naturally going to be uh, engaged. But if you're not, if you're not clear as to what your call to action is, I heard someone in your previous episode say that, you know, you want to have teams need to have a charter. They need to have mission and vision uh, statements that they can all agree to. I agree with that. But what they really need to have at the end of the day is some sort of value statement. What are your values? If you're clear on your integrity, on transparency, on honesty, that's what Jocelyn and I have. You know, we're clear on that. So whenever we get to do work together, you know, we're able to be effective and we're able to be um, able to, we're able to add value to whatever it is we're doing because we agree on those shared values. Great comments. I appreciate that. Jocelyn, what would you add? Well, I mean, I'm going to echo everything that LJ said. And the other, the other side of it is I think that oftentimes what um, as team leaders or as leaders within an organization, um, whether we have a title or not, what we forget is that it's the building of the culture. And so oftentimes people don't engage um, even, even in work, they might do the perfunctory or, or something like that, but they don't really engage because they, they feel like the culture um, is not conducive or, or like it's not going to meet their goals. And so I think to me, the number one thing is figuring out and building a really good supportive culture where people feel that they can share their ideas, even if their ideas are not um, implemented or fully accepted they they can share it um people hear them and they're not attacked as so often happens sometimes in dynamics and so and because of that you don't get the whole group think thing going on so i think that that's that's key to team engagement great comments from both of you thank you question number four what other piece of advice do you have for leaders of teams a deep subject, I know. Where would you like me to start after almost 30 years of working with businesses? Um, um, you know, probably the biggest piece of advice is to check yourself at the door. And, and by that, I mean is sometimes we need to step back and think about the interaction that we're having with different team members and different individuals, um, whether it's a team member or it's somebody else. It could be a client, it could be a customer, but, and think about how those interactions are playing out, especially if we're really frustrated because that typically will mean that somehow we've gotten ourselves in a box somehow towards somebody. We build individual boxes oftentimes as humans um, we just do it. We don't think about it. And so 
to, to effectively lead and to effectively influence, we need to be able to climb out of that box. And if that means going to somebody and saying, hey, I was wrong, let me hear you out. Or better yet, you did a great job and I forgot to tell you and I should have told you weeks ago, that's what you need to do. But I think that that's, that's the biggest piece of advice I can give any leader. Great comments. Thank you. And LJ, you're nodding your head, so I know that you agree. Anything to add or anything <laughs> is from that? But uh, what, do you, what do you think? <clears throat> Everything that Jocelyn said, plus, I would say to stop silencing your mistakes. I think that as leaders, we like to do that because, you know, we think that it's, you know, oh, it's a failure and leaders have a quick turnaround. You know, we can't really dwell on things. We have to move it, keep it moving, but don't silence those mistakes. You have to, I think we get very tribal in how we build teams, but then also how we motivate those teams. And I think we have to get out of those sort of echo chambers and learn to, you know, like you, like Jocelyn's saying, it is really checking yourself at the door because you have to be inclusive. You know, you have to be able to work with people who are differently able and, you know, differently able can be uh, from the perspective of disability or it could just be a perspective of being someone who's different than you are, which is going to be everybody. Right. So you just have to be inclusive and not necessarily be trying to build those, um, you know, those echo chambers, try to break out of those echo chambers and, and get other folks with, with other um, lessons that they've learned that they can share so that you can all grow together. Great comment. Yeah, it, it really is a, uh, an important element to not be too, you use the word tribal, but I like to think of it as get to the individual and let every person contribute in their way. If you start treating the one size fits all, then you do lose that, that inclusivity that you were just talking about. So great comments. I really appreciate those. All right, question number five. This is a fun one. Well, the last two are fun in my opinion, but this one okay. is fun. What other successful leaders of teams would you like to recognize that have had a positive influence in your life? LJ, do you want to start on this one? Okay, sure. My first person is the obvious person, Miss Jocelyn Van Koning, A. Van Koning. You know, she's just been exceptional. We met in the context of, uh, of work. You know, she was, she had, uh, a separate thing that she was doing with a really awesome uh, development corporation. And I was working at the school district and we both had very similar expertise in some ways and we were looking to work together. And ever since that moment, I think we just knew that, you know, we needed to be partners uh, for life. So I just want to give her that love and those flowers because she deserves them all. She's the brains behind our podcast, Real Management Talk uh, with LJ and Jocelyn. So I appreciate her. And then the other person is my dad. And my dad is the reason why, you know, I'm a trader. I like to, you know, bet on sports. And he's really the reason why I'm a good grant writer, you know, and a good project manager. It's really my dad. So between the two of them, they're beautiful people. Awesome. Thank you for sharing those. Uh, or Jocelyn, who would you like to recognize? Well, I would like to recognize LJ because the truth is, last uh, three and a half, four years, I think since we first met, LJ has really pushed me um, to, to step out into some things that I normally didn't because I was used to being behind the scenes, even though I ran my own company, uh, but I worked in the government sectors at higher levels and I was very much a public figure. So I got very used to 
to being that way. So she has definitely inspired all of that. And along with my crazy idea about the podcast, <laughs> let's just step out and do it. We have no idea what we're doing, but let's go do it. You know, the other person for me really is actually my dad also. Um, he bought his first business at when I was 15, and I learned a lot about business from him and started helping him manage and run that business at the age of 18. I learned a lot of things to do and a whole bunch of things to not do. <laughs> Um, it's been interesting having conversations years later now that he's retired and he's like, yeah, I would have gone and done that differently, you know, but so I think that there, there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of other great leaders that I know because of things that I'm involved in. And I probably have like a hundred person laundry list, so to speak, not in a bad way, but in a good way that have all really, really impacted me. And so those are that's fantastic. Thank you for recognizing your dads. I appreciate that. And for recognizing each other. That's, uh, that's a very uh, nice gesture. That's putting up mildly to say a nice gesture. But uh, well, and that and what you started to talk about, Jocelyn, is a nice segue into our, our last question. I, I love talking to people about their first job. And I don't know if, if working with your dad was the first one or if that's how you categorize it. But let's go on to that last one. Tell us about your first job. So actually, my first job, believe it or not, was for, I was uh, 13, and it was working for San Jose Unified School District in California, where I grew up, it was born and grew up, and um, I worked in the school cafeteria and actually got paid for it, even as a, as a teenager, all the way through high school. So that was my first official job. You know, the, the second job was working in dad's business, and and then kind of went from there. And then um, I hate to admit that I'm really this old, but I really am. I figured out the other day that I have literally owned some type of business since 1986, which is like, we won't talk about how many decades that is. <laughs> but um, so, you know, I've had, I often have people, I've done all kinds of different jobs. And I often have people say to me, is there something you haven't done? I'm like, well, <laughs> walked on the moon yet <laughs> <laughs> that's next year right you're gonna hit the moon. that's next year yeah, that's yeah, next year. yeah. <laughs> lj what what was your first job i was a dietary aide for a nursing home and when i tell you that was like the most it made a lot of sense you know because my dad you know he's paralyzed and so growing up you know i used to take care of him and iron the clothes and make the food and stuff like that. So I already kind of had the, you know, that humility that it takes to serve other people, you know what I mean? And be happy about that. Like I felt very, um, I was sad on my first job, you know, because it was one of those nursing homes where they didn't treat the people well. So I found myself trying to be a superhero and do more than just you know, fulfilling whatever their requests were for food, you know, I wanted to get them whatever I can get them. And, you know, it was, it just, it just made me realize at that moment that the type of work that I would end up doing would be the same thing uh, in essence, which is serving people, but doing it in a way where I can actually affect the type of change that they need to make their lives a little bit better. I really like that story. I like that approach. Yeah. 
and uh, really just how it influenced you. And I can tell already that you're a very admirable person because you go above and beyond that extra mile to make sure that people are having a good experience. So that's that's an admirable quality. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. How can people find you? And I and I don't know who wants to go first on this one, but uh, however. Well, um, to find me, it's it's pretty easy. You can go to www.vanconi, which is my last name, Visa Victor, A and Nancy, C as in Charlie, O and as in Nancy, E Y dot com. Um, there you can actually uh, schedule an appointment with me to talk, talk. So it'll take you straight to my calendar. So you can schedule on my calendar to talk with me. Or you can call us at 210-504-6143. So those are the two easiest ways to find me. Um, Very good. I'm on all major social media too, so there we go. <laughs> Great. LJ, anything that you'd you like find, to add? All I got to say is you can find Jocelyn on my page. So go to, <laughs> go to LinkedIn. And if you type in my name, uh, as you see it, Lafana uh, Chambers Lawson, you'll find me. I'm the only one, I promise. So you won't see another one like Sean Richards. I mean, hey, he's a local, he's popular. He's popular. So find me on LinkedIn, or you can go to my website at growth is, growth is tacit.com. It's G R O W T H I S T A C I T.com. Book a consultation there. Uh, follow us on social media. Give us a call. Our phone number is also on the website. Fantastic. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, go to teamengagementpodcast.com, and you can download an engagement booster tip sheet. Again, that's teamengagementpodcast.com. Thanks so much for watching or joining or listening or however you're hearing of it. We appreciate you joining us. Have a great day.